It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. G'day, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and dad to six daughters, one, no, two. Oh my goodness, two of them are, are, are in their 20s. One's about to be. And then I have oh, a 12 I have a teenager and I have a soon to be tween she's about to turn nine so to help me to navigate these last three kids moving into adolescence and getting on with their lives i brought in a friend somebody who i really love to talk to and learn from somebody who has wisdom just burgeoning outside of her ears her name is Michelle Mitchell. If you follow me on Facebook, you will have noticed Michelle's name come up fairly frequently. Michelle's worked with me on summits. She's been on the podcast before. Uh, and Michelle has a brand new book out. It's called Tweens, What Kids Need Now Before the Teenage Years. Navigating friendships, moods, technology, boundaries, body image, and the road ahead. Hey, Michelle, thanks for being on the Happy Families podcast again. It's great to see you. Dr. Justin Colson, good to see you too. Thank you for having me. So tell me about tweens, because a lot of people lump tweens and teens together, but developmentally, we're talking about a completely different uh, experience when it comes to raising these kids. What's the age group for a tween? What's going on developmentally for, for them? And why do we need to distinguish between tweens and teens? Oh, I started writing this book for parents of tweens and teens together because that's a typical narrative. We sort of follow the transition. But the more I dug into the research and really listened to what families were telling me, I just had to narrow my message down. And so a big message of this book is that tweens are not the new teenagers, despite the teen-like issues they might be facing. They actually experience them in a completely different way than our teenagers do. So even if it is the big issues like vaping and self-harm, they're approaching them with like childlike cognition and greater trust with adults. And there's so much togetherness in those tween years, those 9 to 12 years, parents are like... Um, feel like they have a little shadow around them all the time. And it's that beautiful togetherness that we really want to tap into. Michelle, I love what you're saying here. I, I want to ask you a, an unexpected question. As you're talking about that, the thought popped into my mind, I've said it myself and I've heard so many parents say it, oh, yeah, they're, they're nine going on 19. That's it, yeah. But, but my sense from what you're describing about this developmental period is that they're not. They're nine going on 10. They're not ready to be a teenager. They are actually, even though it feels like we're not ready for it, they're just developing normally and healthily if we're setting up the environment right. And the best way to support them is to be present right now and understand what's going on in their brains right now. And this is something that's really been lost in, in research. Our kids have sort of been a bit neglected because we focused on the early years and then we focused on them when they become the troubled teenagers, but there hasn't been a lot of research around that 9 to 12 age. The Murdoch Children's Research Institute have done some fantastic work in this area. And what's starting to come to light is that kids' brains are on high speed. They're like a tree that's branches are reaching far and wide. And the experiences and the environments that we put around them actually help that growth during this, this stage. It's the most rapid stage of growth since toddlerhood. 
And if you think about that, that's pretty impressive. Like they're moldable, they're responsive to their environments, they're adaptive. And there's this really significant restructuring and reorganizing of their brain in preparation for the teenage years. So they sometimes feel quite overwhelmed. They feel exhausted. They get this accelerated growth in gusts. And it's not just about their physical and biological changes. Their emotional, social, sexual, cognitive changes are happening at the same life-altering pace. So this is a big time in their life. They need us beside them. So let me hit you with a quick lightning round on those changes. I'm talking one or two sentence answers for each of these domains. Let's start with social. When you're a tween, what's happening socially that's different to what had happened prior to the age of nine? Perspective taking. They're starting to understand that other people have their own mind and can think differently than they do. The first time they realize that someone might not like them, like it's a light bulb moment for them. This is a big shock to their system. There's a huge amount of comparisons. There's a huge amount of transitions. We've got our kids developing at different rates, which makes for all sorts of movement in friendships, which can be really hard for them to handle. You've used the word movement, so let's go to the physical domain next. When it comes to tweens, what are the biggest physical changes, bearing in mind that they're still not quite adolescents? Okay, let's look at it as there's so many under-the-bonnet changes that happen, um, like the roots in the tree that we we talk about. It's it's expanding um, behind the scenes before we see that first pubic hair. So we can't think of puberty and their growth like this unitary event, like they've hit puberty because, you know, they're starting to get their periods or, or whatever. The hormones start rising in their body between eight and nine. So they've got these changes happening internally. And what I think we've missed with this age group is we don't always correlate behavior to that development. We we miss it. So we think that we're being naughty or bad. and We, we very easily correlate it with teenagers, but not with tweens. Fascinating. Last one. No, I've got two more. Cognitively, in terms of brain development, you've touched on this already, but if you were to lightning around one or two sentences, what's actually going on from a cognitive, the ability to think about things point of view? So important. Tweens are very rigid. They're very concrete. They try and um, understand new information by linking it to their parents' ideas or things they really have a solid grasp on. As they get older, they're going to try and join those dots to all sorts of things beyond our family, beyond beyond our ideas, and, and they're going to be freer thinkers. What happens in this stage of growth is they look to us as the source. And if we don't be the source, someone else is going to. Yeah, usually Google or a friend in the playground that doesn't know nearly as much as or nearly as healthy things as as, as we might. Uh, the last one for the lightning round, in fact, you, you probably want to go a little bit deeper on this one. So let's go there. Self-esteem. What happens with kids and the way they view themselves, their identity development, I guess, uh, as they go through these tween years? Yeah. Okay. I surveyed 1,600 parents and 100%, Justin, 100% said to me that self-esteem and confidence was their most pressing concern. And when I really dug into the comments and started to really listen to what they were saying, they were telling me that kids were starting to pull back rather than advance. And they were starting to get very self-conscious because they were aware of other people's perspective of them. Isn't this interesting? So taking a present into a party became a very big deal. Wearing a college shirt to a wedding caused a massive meltdown. (laughs) 
And so parents are watching on thinking, what's going on with my kid? And if I can say anything up front as reassurance, self-esteem follows a very clear trajectory. When they're younger, they have this sort of over-the-top and inflated view of themselves. I mean, they're going to be a pilot and an Olympian before Sunday. Um, But as they get older, they start to realise that that's not realistic and their flaws in comparison to other people become a lot stronger. So those comparisons kick in. And I always say to kids, you are what you are looking for. This is going to take some time, but there's an innate blueprint inside of you that you are searching for right now and I think a big part of the tween years is helping them explore that blueprint yeah what I'm hearing is this is the time where the foundations of what their future identity development will become this is this is such a pivotal time I'm speaking with Michelle Mitchell she is the author of tweens what kids need now before the teenage years It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers. Now, loving our conversation, Michelle Mitchell, the author of Tweens, What Kids Need Now Before the Teenage Years. This is a time, 9 to 12, where kids suddenly become, I'm going to say, immersed in technology and they start pushing boundaries. Uh, Technically, we know that kids aren't supposed to be on social media and, and all that sort of thing until they're 13. But anyone who works in and around schools, talks to kids often, knows that a vast proportion, far too high a proportion of these kids um, aged between 9 and 12 are on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and everything else as well. Can you talk to me a bit about what you discovered in your research about the exposure that our 9 to 12 year old tweens are having to technology and how it's affecting them? When I surveyed the tweens themselves, they gave me five key messages. And one of those messages was, you are missing stuff. So what they're saying to us as parents is we are growing up quicker than you realise. You're a step behind what's happening. And when I speak in schools around staying safe online and anything around unsafe people, pedophiles, pornography comes into the discussion, I will always have kids come to me afterwards who have conversations with me that they haven't felt comfortable having with their parents. And that breaks my heart, really, to think that they're coming to me as a complete stranger in their life, thinking that I'll understand what's going on in their world more than their parents do. And when they're tweens, they have this innate curiosity that starts to surface. And we need to match that with, I guess, safeguarding their journey, but also there are conversations. If we are not prepared to talk to them about pedophiles and pornography, are they old enough to be online? That would be my very, very big challenge to parents. And yes, we need to bring the conversation in an age-appropriate way to our kids, but we need to be having these conversations because they certainly are in the playground. Yeah, that's a provocative uh, and important idea. Uh, They're online. They're doing it. And like you said, no parent wants to be told that they're a step behind. They're nine-year-old. But I I think that uh, that visual is... Absolutely spot on. The other thought that I had as you were saying that is with with my daughter about to turn nine, we're we're just a a few weeks off now. Uh, We were walking along the beach the other day, Michelle, and she was walking behind me and she said this thing that really struck me and I think that it'll resonate with you, especially based on what we've been talking about. She's walking behind me and I hear this beautiful little voice pipe up and she says, hey, dad. I said, "Uh uh-huh, I'm walking in your footsteps. So and I just went, oh, I mean, she she's not meaning it at all in the way that I'm hearing it. But as a parent, 
right at this age, like you said, if we kind of bring this conversation full circle, we are right in this special time where they still really, really, they're not embarrassed to say that they want to be close to us. They're not trying to walk in front or behind because they don't want to be seen with us. They're not intentionally trying to differentiate and individuate from us like they will in the teen years. If there was one final thing that you could share with parents to help them to build that connection, to establish that foundation, to set things up now before the teenage years, what what's your real take-home message from the book, Tweens? Oh, I hope I can explain this as much as it hits my heart. Um, I think we need to learn to flip it. As much as we don't want our children to grow up, I think there's something in our children that oftentimes doesn't want to grow up And the number one reason is they're scared of losing our connection with us. And it came through all of the survey comments that kids were not wanting to be a pain to their parents. They're not wanting to be argumentative like their older brothers and sisters. They don't want to lose um, their mum and dad's love by growing up. And sometimes our kids, you know, they make mistakes. They start to become almost teenagers and they push the boundaries And I feel like how we respond in that moment either ushers in the next season well and sets the tone or it kind of squashes our kids and makes them feel like being a teenager is a bad thing. Michelle Mitchell's new book is called Tweens, What Kids Need Now Before the Teenage Years. It's in store. It's online. It's available right now wherever you buy your books. Michelle, what a great conversation. Thanks so much for sharing what you've shared. Thanks for having me. Always love it. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Ruan for Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And if you'd like more info about making your family happier, especially if you're raising tweens, check out Michelle's book, Tweens. We'll link to it in the show notes or you can find it online and visit happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.